Are you a badass photographer looking to create a life that sets your soul on fire? If the answer is hell yes, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Camera Queens podcast, where we talk about showing up, making bank, and finding focus in who the F you are. I'm your host, Belle Vidiglioni, here to break the rules, guide you on your rebellious journey toward a lit up life, and celebrate your successful photography business. Let's do this. In episode five, I speak to Sal Prusser, confidence coach, TikTok sensation, and ex-TV and radio news journal about how to stand out using the power of your voice. So make a cuppa, get comfy as we dive in. Hello, and welcome to the Camera Queens podcast. Today, I'm super excited to have Sally Prosser on the podcast. Welcome, Sal. Sally has been my speaking coach over the last couple of months. We've done some one-on-ones together. I love how you are so adventurous. You're all about speaking from the heart, speaking with soul, and really helping other creatives and business owners to really find their truth and be able to communicate that with their audience. So welcome. And I want to start before you go into it, because I'm so excited to hear what you have to say. Who the fuck is Sally Prosser and why should anyone care? Oh, I love that. And Belle, it's so great to be here. I'm so proud to be on this podcast and see it live. It is so awesome. It's funny you ask that because one of my top strategies for confidence is to put the F-bomb as your middle name. So it's like, who the fuck is Sally Prosser? I'm Sally fucking Prosser. That's who. <laughs> Whenever I feel bad, I look in the mirror. I'm like, who are you? Sally fucking Brosser. Who is it? Say it again. <laughs> I love that. I've got this vision of the full American bro, like, yeah, vibe you up. Let's go. Like, love it. It so is. I've got this track on my Spotify, which is just 15 minutes of really over-the-top motivational American speakers. Yes. Oh, my God. Can you send that to me, please? I need to have it. It is such a vibe when you're feeling down. So who am I? I am a heart-centered, soul-driven, purpose-led entrepreneur with a background in speech and drama teaching, radio and TV news reporting, company spokespersoning, and then now running this beautiful coaching business where voice is definitely a big part of it. And so much of that work comes before we even make a sound. Because, you know, I have been confident speaking pretty much my whole life. And doing live television is up there as being quite challenging. But what I found is it is so much easier to speak on behalf of a company or to be that objective third party as a journalist. What is more challenging is speaking up for yourself and being able to bring out and talk about what your message is. I've just got a little story that I thought of with this is when I was a spokesperson for a big water company. A big water and sewerage company. I was the glamour girl for what you should and shouldn't flush. Pretty hilarious. Love that. I'd gone out to a boxing match with a couple of my girlfriends and it was this big thing at Suncorp Stadium, a big stadium in Brisbane, Australia. And we got quite badly harassed by the guys behind us. So from the moment we sat down, they started hurling this abuse, telling us where we wanted to take it and what they wanted to do to us. Like it was very shocking. And my friend ended up filming a little bit of it in an attempt to get them to stop. Instead, they went even harder. So she had all this on video and she tweeted it out. And uh, she was a television reporter. So 
it went far and wide. And by the time we'd gone across the road to the pub, our phone was ringing off the hook with people wanting to know what had happened. Right. And so here I was doing all these interviews, calling out this bad behavior, all the rest of it. Now that night when the adrenaline had calmed down, I thought, oh, should I be doing this? You know, should I just let it go? Should I be speaking about this? And I decided to be fearless, I guess, and talk about it. At the same time, the next morning, there was a burst water main in the middle of the city. And I was the spokesperson for the water company. So my phone was ringing and I was literally asking, oh, is this about the boxing or is it about the burst? (laughs) In one case, I was talking about both the issues on the one radio show. Oh my goodness. And that's when it was so clear to me what was easier. Gosh, it was far easier speaking on behalf of the company than speaking on behalf of myself about what had happened, especially because there was so much hate that came our way online. And that really has helped me so much in what I do in my coaching and in my business and, you know, is to work through that vulnerability because anyone can be a spokesperson, really, but can you speak for yourself? Oh, that is so true because I know, obviously, I work a lot with photographers and we are so comfortable being behind the camera and on our social media pages showing all of the beautiful photos that we take, but rarely do we show photos of ourselves or especially when you first start, you're so like scared of showing up live or making a mistake or saying um or using filler words. And so we have a tendency to hide behind our images and go, just look at the pretty images. It's okay. And what you're saying now is it's really resonating with me because that's exactly how I was as well. And it takes so much more courage and being brave to actually go, who am I and what is my message? Why am I here? Why should anyone book me? And yeah, it's scary. It's scary to put yourself forward for judgment or like you had trolls and people hurling abuse at you. I mean, if that's not scary, I don't know what is. Oh, absolutely. And when I went viral on TikTok in 2020, I had several viral videos and a couple of them went viral for all the wrong reasons. You know, a video I did about pronunciation of all things, people were saying that I'm a dangerous woman and I should not be listened to and I was crying on my therapist's couch. And then she said, Sal, live in your disco ball, keep shining and keep dancing and you decide who comes to your party and you decide who reflects right back. It's been a really great strategy for online. But with photography, you know, I've used photographers over the time being a business owner and you can just set up a tripod and have your camera there. You don't work with a photographer because of the camera. You work because of the person and you want to be able to know who that person is because that's also the person who gets the images. It's what they're able to bring out in you. And especially with so much online and the consumer behavior We really buy from people. We want to work with people who we know, like, and trust. And you could show me a picture of an international award-winning image, and if I don't know what that photographer looks like and sounds like and I don't get a vibe from them, I'm not going to hire them. Yeah, exactly. So, Sal, how do we get more confident in using our voice, in speaking to the camera, in really finding out who we are on the inside and translating that through our message and our words. Like what would you say to someone who's listening to this right now thinking, yes, I would love that, 
that's so Belle or that's so Sal, but that's not me. Yeah, absolutely. And we do see other people online and feel like we need to be like them. And all you need to do is be like you. There's two parts to it. The first one is practice, really. Everyone's awkward on camera for the first time. (laughs) When I looked at my piece to cameras when I first started in journalism, it was so awkward. So it's that familiarity. So I would say get out your phone, hit record, start getting used to it. If you're not ready to post, just put it on your camera roll. If you are, start with Instagram stories. They disappear. Then go live for a little while. You don't like it, press X, don't put it to your feed. And then start getting into that momentum because at the beginning, it can feel like this massive boulder that's not moving. You know, you're like, oh my gosh, I just can't do it. Once it starts rolling, you get that momentum. So one of my clients who's a photographer, Katie Cars. Shout out. (laughs) Yeah, Katie's amazing. When she first started with me, she said, Sal, I'm not like you. I'm not like rah-rah. And I'm kind of quieter. I'm more introverted. I like being behind the camera. Like, I just don't know about this. Yeah. And that's absolutely fine. Like, try to be like somebody else is the wrong strategy. What do you want to say? And we broke up into a few content ideas. You know, just one little tip per video. Yeah. She started posting. And then I just checked before, she's got 189,000 followers on Instagram now. And she messaged me a few months ago after it started to blow up and said, I can't believe this. My goal when I started working with you was to win the internet. We kind of joked about how do you win the internet? And I couldn't have done it without you. Because, yeah, it was so beautiful to hear. Anyone can, can hit record. Mm-hmm. You're photographers, of course. You would you would know more about iPhone operation than the regular person. Right? You know about yeah. hitting record. What it's about is taking that deep breath and saying, "Yes, I can be part of the conversation. I deserve to be part of the conversation." This is not about me blasting onto the internet scene and becoming a viral sensation overnight. It's saying, "Hey, I've got something to say, and I want my clients to get to know." who I am, see my face, hear my voice, and learn why it is you do what you do. Oh, it's so powerful. I love how you're bringing up that connection piece because that's something that's so integral to how I show up as well and how I teach and all the things that I love to talk about because we aren't just this black and white sort of thing. We are like humans just have so much to offer and there's so much story. And what I I think one of your geniuses as well, when I've been working with you, has been really pulling that story out so it engages your audience as well. And I love how you use the pause. Like you just use that for such great effect. And sometimes I'm so used to talking, 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 that when you actually just pull it back just a moment and allow space, it's when people like listen, right? Absolutely. For podcasts. I feel like we've got a little bit more leeway to pause. Social media videos, they say that you've got to cut out every single breath. So that's something that I'm still working on, yeah, because people have such short attention spans. Absolutely, Belle. When we worked together, we brought out some really key parts of your story that actually explained different shifts in your business. Yeah, we did. It was pretty big that day. Oh, my goodness. So you are the first person that has worked out that when I reclaimed my voice around some historical trauma, 
that I birthed my baby, my second baby, because my first was a cesarean. And then when I birthed Isabella, I opted for a home birth and I birthed her. And then what happened? I reclaimed my voice and my power by telling my story. And then I decided to go into my business. So I birthed my business and my business was birth photography. So it was like all of these firsts, right? You were the first person to put that all together. It's really, really profound, actually. Yeah. It's so amazing. Our voice is the organ of our soul and it's a channel where we can release so much of our emotions, that energy in motion. There's a great phrase from Brene Brown, which is shame and guilt cannot survive the spoken word. Mm, I love Brene. Oh, she's incredible. She's amazing. And so the power of speaking and sharing is really cathartic. Like it's a beautiful release. And taking people on that journey is really powerful. It's not about having everything perfect. I've got my quotes here because there's no such thing as perfect. I feel like with my social media journey, for example, I've been posting for years now. I hardly recognize the version of me that posted a couple of years ago. Yet, I don't think I would be the version of myself today if I hadn't shared that evolution online. It's never a finished product. It's always an evolution. Yeah. And when we show up and share our voice and connect, it's that reclamation. I say it's reclamation over violation because Another thing, if you're listening, you might relate to this. You might feel like, oh, I don't want to be one of those people that has my whole life online. Like people that need to know about that. I just keep my business stuff there, just the photo stuff. No one needs to know all that stuff. But what if, you know, you're the one in control of this and stepping out and being proactive in sharing, it's that reclamation of your voice and that reclamation of your space, that reclamation of your seat at the table. Yes. Oh, Sal, that's so so powerful. And I don't think it's you have to share every single part of yourself. And it's also when you do want to share vulnerably, for me, it's coming from a place that's not a victim. It's coming from that really like, I have used this to take back my power. I have used this to help others who may not be in a position to use their voice or to understand that maybe things that have happened in their past was not okay. And so that took me a while to realize that if I stayed silent, I'm actually only doing a disservice to my whole community as well as myself and also as well as my children. Because if I'm not coming from that empowered place, I'm allowing memories and you know, trauma stored in my body to rule the way that I show up. Mm. Yeah, to take hold and to fester. Yeah. Whereas we use our voice to release it. I love that. I um, often say you want to speak from a place of victory, not victim. Yes. Oh. And if you're listening and you're, you're not posting much at all, you might be thinking, oh, my gosh, I hardly even put a video up. I don't want to be sharing my whole <laughs> life story on here. Start small. Start by honestly explaining one of your photos. (laughs) Yeah, there's so much backstory. What is this photo about and who is it of? You know, you can start with that basic kind of thing. I know when I first started, I was like, 
To be confident in your voice, make sure you breathe nice and deep. They were really just those tips. And then as I've got more confident using my voice, that's where pretty much you could find my entire life story online at some point. <laughs> I've shared everything. And I'll continue to share because I've got more confident and comfortable doing that. You know, so when you see a lot of the creators who are out there speaking in this way, remember they're at their chapter 30 and you might be at your chapter one and that's okay. Yeah, that's such a great point not to compare people's journeys. And, you know, you've been doing this for a long time. You were presenting in front of a national audience as well. So for you and especially with your drama background as well, there's a lot of confidence that comes through speaking and doing it, you know, the practice of it, it's like a muscle, you have to keep doing it. And I teach this as well, you know, so I'm doing it and I'm teaching it. I mean, I rate myself as an all right iPhone photographer, but I, (laughs) Belle, if you saw any of it, you'd be like, no, no, no. (laughs) I love that so much. And as a speaking coach, you often go to silent retreats. So tell me more about that. Yeah. So the first silent retreat I went to was a couple of years ago, and it was over a weekend up at Mullaney near the Sunshine Coast in Queensland. And I arrived, the two things I was most nervous about was one, how am I not going to have a wine? I could not remember the last time in my life I had not had a wine on a Friday or Saturday night. Right. And number two, how was I going to get off my phone? And I handed my phone to the organizer because I just did not trust myself to have it in my room. And I was fine. You survived. I survived. It was very awkward. Our first meal as a silent tribe was soup. Wow. No eye contact, no body language. And in the beginning, it's like, oh, how do you say please or thank you? Or it's so weird. And I've gone on about four now. And towards the end of the year, I'm doing a full Vipassana, which is a 10-day one. Wow. And I've found it is so cleansing. You know, we start to realize how many things in our life we bring in as distractions, distractions from the true work, which is getting to know who we are. And going to a place where there is no traffic noise, no construction noise, no notifications going off on different devices, it is like all of the tabs in your mind start to close off. And when those tabs close off, that's when you can hear your voice. Our physical voice begins with our inner voice, and we can only hear our inner voice if we can clear out all of the noise of our responsibilities, of family, of all the stresses, of other people's opinions. And so being able to get to that true voice of our higher self, which is nothing but love and support, and in my case, a bit of sassiness. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't expect anything less, Sal. Oh, God, my higher self. She's like sassier than, yeah. Anyway, I love it. Every time I get to that place, I think, oh, I should do this more often. And I get this huge clarity and a big breakthrough. So I would highly recommend it. It's something that I've always wanted to do, but I just haven't made space for it in my calendar to do it. But I've heard really, really good things about it. And I can imagine that we fill up the time with unnecessary words and talking and noises. And like you said, the distractions And so just to be stripped bare of all of that and come home to yourself, come home to your heart and have that time. I'm not used to spending a lot of time by myself anyway. 
And I'm the first one to be like Netflix and distract myself and headphones in all the time, listening to music, dancing around. And it's just to slow down and go back within must be really, really powerful. Oh, well, like my energy in Ayurveda is very pitta. I am go, 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 always with thoughts running through my head and doing, doing, doing to the point where, oh God, I don't even know if I should share this. I was getting to the point where I was forgetting to flush the toilet. Like I would go to the toilet. Saves water. It's fine. You know, and I only live with my partner. So he'd be like, there was like no one to blame it on. I couldn't blame it on kids or anything. (laughs) (laughs) And that was when I realized, wow, it's not sustainable. Staying in that energy of doing, doing, doing you know, very masculine, very pitta. You're on a one-way street to burnout. Yeah. And that was what was happening for me. And so I knew that I needed to go into some rest and reevaluate. Yeah. That restful energy and start honoring the seasons because capitalism and consumerism and all the business hustle culture and all of this is telling us that we will achieve more if we do more. Whereas learning, especially as women with our feminine energy, we will achieve more if we be more. So the more being and the less doing, that's where the magic is. And I've been in business about five years now. And since adopting these seasons of the thinking, the doing and the resting, Mm -hmm. it has been so extraordinary in my mood and my business. And that's why I always have my biggest months when I'm on holidays. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. Because it's really attractive, right? When you're on holidays and you just chill, your nervous system's chill, you're having fun, you're open to new experiences. It's like there's no expectations, I think. And, you know, we were chatting before we jumped on today and I was sort of saying, I don't like that hustle of that real having to to try hard or like to sell and to push your things. It's like, you just want to be sitting back going, I'm just going to be aligned. I'm going to be in flow and people are just going to pay me. You know, like dollars are just going to come into my bank account. It's going to be easy. It's going to be graceful. I mean, we know in reality, that's not always the way we do have to obviously lay foundations, have strategies in place. We have to have our marketing on point and things like that. Uh, Take aligned action. You can't meditate your way to a successful business. Can't we? Can we just like try? I'd love that. If only. And that's the same, you know, with speaking, whether it be on a podcast or on a video or at an event, is rather than go like, oh, what do I want to say? Rather than going to the content, ask, how do I want the audience to feel? Mm -hmm. So go through those emotions. Is it, I'd say for you, Belle, Joyful, amped, pumped. So whatever it is for you, you know, it might be the person who runs my silent retreats. (laughs) She wants people to feel calm, at peace, slow. So if you can embody those qualities that you want your audience to feel, then that's what will come through your voice. So you want them to feel really excited and energized. You be excited and energized. You want them to be calm and grounded. Then you become calm and grounded. So going back to that magnetism we were talking about, it really becomes more attractive when you're being in an energy rather than this is what I need to say in this video (laughs) to cover (laughs) off my points and make sure I have a hook, you know? Yeah, it's so stale. Like no one gets excited by that sort of thing because we can feel it, right? 
there's no connection and there's no story and there's no feeling safe in what the person's saying. Yeah, that's really great advice. So embody who it is we want the person to feel. Yeah, love that. Yeah, I love that so much. So Sal, is there anything before we end this that you'd like to share with the photographers and creatives listening to today's episode? Just that you've got this. You absolutely have got this. Nobody can give you a good voice because you already have that. I loved what you said about coming home to your voice. Your voice is there. It's clearing out the things that are in the way. And I have a set of audio tracks. They're only about three and a half minutes long. They're called Pep Talks in Your Pocket. And they're little audio tracks. One takes you through how to warm up your voice, how to warm up your organs of speech, like your lips and your tongue and your jaw. There's one that takes you through a breathing exercise. One talks you through that self-doubt that comes up. Mm -hmm. So if you are planning on doing more video content or going on a podcast or saying yes to speaking at an event and you're thinking, oh my gosh, I like need a personal coach to like get me in the zone, then that's why I did the pep talks in your pocket. And I will make sure you've got the link to that so that you can um, download it from the show notes. Amazing, Sal. That's so great. And We'll pop your Instagram and your website as well in the show notes. So if you're after a speaking coach, I highly recommend this incredible human. And we can also find you on TikTok as well. Absolutely. TikTok at Sally Prosser Voice. Awesome. Thanks so much, Sal. My absolute pleasure. Bye. Bye. Hey, camera queen. Thanks for tuning in. I hope this episode got you lit. Let's keep the fire burning. Jump online and share your ideas with the Instaverse. Don't forget to tag me at Belvediglione in your posts and stories so we can continue the conversation. Until next time.